Hi, lovelies. How are you doing today? So I'm officially recording this from France and the sun is shining. We drove down here actually taking stops along the way. So we stayed in the Champagne region. And then for a second stop, we found a farm stay, which was run by this lovely couple. It was really idyllic. And we just spoke with them about how they were living our dream, like maybe our retirement dream. And then they started to tell us the actual work involved. So things like waking up at 4 a.m., prepping breakfast for guests, cleaning, marketing, fixing, shopping, managing bookings, just in time to prepare a four-course dinner, which was incredible, by the way, and then cleaning up and going to bed. And it got me thinking that so often we look at what other people are doing through these rose-tinted glasses, their work, their relationships, where they live, what they eat. It's literally like an Instagram filter, except this phenomenon existed well before Instagram. And countless times my clients talk to me about comparing themselves to other people. So I coached a client literally last week that came to the call judging herself for being tired, comparing herself even to me. She said it was ridiculous for her to be tired when she'd done nothing, in her words, right, compared to me when I'd moved countries and I prob she literally said, I probably have the joys of spring. And of course she has no idea how I'm feeling, but our brain does this. It decides that everyone else is better than us. Everyone else handles everything better than us. And we look around at others and see the best in them and relay it back to the very worst in us. And this make, and we make this mean that we're bad, we're bad people or just bad things about us. And we all do it. Our brain is literally designed to look around and make judgments about what we see. Our brains don't need the facts. They are focused on the story, which is way more interesting. Think about it. Even in marketing, in the marketing world or the marketing sphere, we're literally told to tell stories to engage other people's brains. So we know that this is true. This is not just you. This is everyone. Um, so if someone is smiling in a photo, then we make that mean that they're a happy person. If someone goes on a holiday, then clearly they don't have any money worries. And that's just the beginning because then we start to compare our actual lives to their, you know, 15 seconds on Instagram. Now let's add to this. Not only are our brains designed to look around and judge and create stories, but we also spend our whole lives in systems that encourage us to compare ourselves to other people, right? Like in school, from a young age, we are comparing our grades to those around us. Who's top of the class? Because there's limited space there, and those that do better have access to different opportunities, be it competitions, scholarships, better further education, and this only continues later in life, right? When I lived in New York, I remember a lot of talk about how there weren't enough single straight men for women in the city. So not only do we learn to compare ourselves to others, we learn to do it from a place of lack, as though there isn't enough, right? So someone else's success will come at a cost to me or to, to others, right? And really think about that. What are you comparing in your life to others and seeing that them having means you can't have. And of course, our brains love to sit and compare ourselves to others, right? To sit and stare at a screen and imagine how perfect everyone else's life is until we feel helpless to create it. So much so that we do nothing. Our brain's favorite thing to do.
right? Our brains love doing nothing. It's super safe and conserves all our energy. So we procrastinate the day away, we spin in feeling small, stay safe, we conserve our energy, we avoid failure, we avoid rejection, ding, 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 win, win for our brain. And we literally paint a story for what we think other people's life looks like based on zero actual knowledge. With the filter of they're doing it right, they're doing it better, they're smarter, they're more attractive, I can't do this, I quit. Our brain loves a quit. If you've been following me for a while, that probably doesn't come as much of a surprise. Quitting means, again, conserving energy and safety, which means a happy brain, although in the end, an unhappy you. And our brains love this so much that massive corporations have been built that allow us to easily access snippets of other people's lives, knowing how addictive this is. Huge companies, and not even just the obvious ones like Instagram and Facebook, also property ones, right? Looking inside other people's homes and much more. And let's look at the trends in reality TV. Our brain loves going into people's lives. I mean, even outside of reality TV, this is the whole celebrity culture, huge industry. Now, it isn't always that we compare ourselves to others that are doing better than us. We can also compare ourselves to others in a way where we actually decide we're better off. But that's not what we're going to spend most of our time on today. And it's not actually where we spend most of our time in reality. And most of my clients, and I'm sure most of you listening, that I also consider my clients, as you are clients of this podcast, we spend way more time comparing ourselves to others just as a tool to put ourselves down. And either way, your brain is distracted, right? When we focus on other people, we are not focusing on anything productive. I recently watched the movie Focus with Will Smith and Margaret Robbie, and they're con artists in the movie, in case you've not seen it. Anyway, one of the things he teaches her is that when you tap someone on one area of their body, their brain is distracted, and it's easier to take their wallet from a different area, like a different pocket. And this is literally what our brain does when it's comparing us to other people. It's literally conning us, (laughs) distracting us, focusing on one thing, that being other people and their lives, to distract us from ourselves, our work, our to-do list, our goals, clever brain. And the more we spin in focusing on other people's lives and how great they are, the worse we feel about our own lives. And can you guess what happens when we sit in this place? Procrastination, doing less, conserving more energy, withdrawing from situations, maybe relationships, opportunities just to keep ourselves safe, happy brain, and happy us, right? It's literally a way to put ourselves down, which will lead us to spiral the day away, be unproductive, and play small. Now, I spent time explaining this because it's important to realize that nothing's gone wrong if you find the temptation to do this. It's actually a sign that your brain is working really well by design. Designed for a different era and purpose, yes, but just like everyone else's. Nothing has gone wrong if your brain wants to sit in comparison when it puts rose-tinted glasses on what everyone else is doing and achieving. It's just another mechanism our brains use to keep us believing that we can't do the things because then we won't try, which is safer. So here's the truth about comparing ourselves to others. It's easily manipulated. And what I mean by this is our brain can select who we compare ourselves to and even what we actually compare and within what time zone, right? We can time frame, I should say. 
So we can compare our career to one person, our figure to another person, our relationship status to another person, our salary to another person. Our brain selects based on what it already believes. I have a client that wants to meet a romantic partner and finds herself in a bar eyeing up all the women and they have taller legs, better skin, they're thinner, they're prettier, fuller mouths. Her brain is literally only focusing on the women that she thinks are more attractive to create evidence that she won't meet someone so there's no point in her trying to date which means that she can avoid any potential failure rejection or hurt and not go out and date and it's the same when we try to do something new anything new our brain compares us to people that are really far ahead of us on purpose by design creating evidence that we can't be successful because you don't start something successful, which we know is BS. Every business started at $0 revenue. That's how I like to think about it, right? It's the same starting line for everyone. Our brain just gets to select the time frame. So selecting, selecting to compare yourself to people that have achieved more, that are further along, you're comparing your day one or year one to someone else's year 10, then of course it's going to fuel that same belief that you're not gonna make it. Okay, now we know what happens and why, let's focus on what actually to do about it. (laughs) The first step is of course really to notice it and acknowledge it because the temptation here is to spin in the self-judgment which absolutely is not productive. This is also why it's important that I share with you why these brain mechanisms exist so you understand there's nothing wrong because of it. We just can decide to change it. And we don't have to, by the way. I just find that most of my clients do want to spend less time comparing themselves to others. And since you're listening to this episode, it's probably reasonable to say that you do too. So next up, you wanna notice what you are comparing yourself to and ask yourself why you want that. The relationship, the home, the business, the career, the money, the body, the hair, whatever it is, why do you want it? because it doesn't stop there. It's what we think will change when we have those things. One of the most common things that I get from clients is thinking that they will be happier, that we'll feel better all the time, that we'll become perfect and have no bad days. Have you ever really wanted something, got it, and then still had a bad day? Like really think about that for a minute. Is there anything where you were like, I really want this one thing, and then I'm gonna be happier all the time, and then life still was normal. Like you were still having the human experience. Like I know the answer's yes, because our emotions are temporary, not fixed, and they can change depending on what we are thinking about. So that time you got something you wanted, there was yes, a temporary pleasure, sure, but it doesn't create permanent change. It doesn't make you a superhuman. How many of you have got the job, the partner, the promotion, the house, or lost the weight and still not felt happier? And there are even examples of this happening and us being more unhappy, like people losing the weight, people buying the house, people getting the business or the promotion. Because actually what can often happen when we are so sure that that's gonna be the key to happiness, when it's not, we then get lost and confused and stumble and think that we're useless. And so it really can take us down to feeling worse. Just really recognize that we are all human and let the other people through Instagram Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, and the TV screen, let them be human too. What are the things that your brain is ignoring and not comparing? 
things where it will take for granted your success. Maybe you have great friendships or an amazing morning routine. Like what have you already achieved that you are proud of? Because our brain will skim over this part. But these are areas of your life that other people can be looking at you, thinking that you are doing it better. You are happier than they are because of your success in these areas. Isn't that fucking wild? Other people are looking at you, wanting what you have. So redirect your brain and get it to work for you. The more you focus on what you appreciate and what you have already accomplished, the more you will create more of it. Because the best person, the best person to compare yourself to is yourself. What have you achieved in the last five years? What do you want to achieve in the next five years? And you can do this for as many years as you like. I just picked five. Our brain does pick the timelines to compare ourselves for negative. So you can, you can pick them to compare yourself for positive. Pick the timeline. Focus on the success and the growth and keep moving forward. And remember, anyone that's ahead of you in certain goals has really just paved the way for you. There's no limit to success. Just because someone is successful at one thing doesn't mean that you can't be. I think like Diet Coke and Pepsi are great examples, huge examples, but there's examples of this everywhere. And when we step out of self-judgment and misery, we can lean into curiosity and learn from those around us. So I'm gonna sum it all up for you in five simple points. Firstly, it's normal to want to compare ourselves to other people. It's how our brains are designed. Secondly, it's biased. Okay, our brains find evidence for what it already believes. So if it already believes that you aren't gonna be successful at business, it's gonna compare you to people that are wildly successful. If it already believes that there's no you know, potential for you to find the right partner, it's gonna compare you to people that you think are more attractive and put yourself down so you play small. Thirdly, it's BS. <laughs> we never know what someone else's journey or life looks like we never know what's going on behind closed doors we don't know that they're happy all the time in fact if they're human they're not because none of us are it's not the deal fourthly focus on you your timeline compare yourself to yourself how have you changed already how do you want to continue to change compare yourself to your past and your future and lastly, get curious. There is always something to learn, whether it's learning from someone else that's paved the path or learning from your own path or learning from anything. Like there's always something to learn. So that's it from me this week. And remember, if you love the podcast and haven't yet scheduled a call with me, ask yourself why? Because there's always a really good reason to stay stuck. Our brain lives for it. But if you want to stop procrastinating, then start today and stop procrastinating on scheduling this call. It's an opportunity to have me show you your brain and give you the step-by-step -step solution for managing it. And from there, we can discuss working together. No pressure. Go to vickylouise.com forward slash consult. Click the link in the show notes. It will be there. And I look forward to talking with you there. And if you find yourself stuck playing small and not creating what you want, then this is the first step. Take care, lovely people. Bye. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. 
So VickyLouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.